Patriarchy is a societal norm that has been deeply ingrained in many cultures, including our own culture. It is the belief that men hold more power and are more valuable than women. This belief can manifest itself in many ways, including in the way families are structured and how men and women are quote-unquote expected to behave in the family. In order to create a more equal and fair homes, it is important to challenge and change patriarchal attitudes and practices. But how do you do that? Can you do it? Can I do it? Or do we require an external influence to help us break out of this mold? And what if we don't break out of this? What happens? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Ionisms, a podcast about society, art, entertainment, culture, movies, cricket, pets and geopolitics. And in this particular episode, I dive into our society and talk about breaking the shackles of patriarchy. So let's first begin with the origin story. You know, where does this all man versus woman divide begin from? And this is purely my hypothesis. It could be absolutely wrong, but I have a theory on this. So bear with me. What I feel is, you know, we go back to caveman times, caveman, cave women, both were equally strong, physically well built. They would go hunting for the meat in the forest. Then both of them would bring back the meat into their caves, figure out ways to light the fire and eat it. And I'm just metaphorically calling it meat. It could be fruits, it could have been vegetarians as well. The point is they would go and uh, hunt for food and gather food and bring it, bring it back, right? So the hunters and gatherers played a similar kind of a role. As it turned out, when the population started to increase, there was the neighbor who would sneak into their homes for food. So on one fine day, when both the caveman and cavewoman were out for food, this neighboring caveman, presumably, came and stole some of their food, just ate it up and went away. So when these two poor couple, you know, after a long day's struggle and run and hunt and everything, get back home to see, you know, where their food is, it's disappeared. Then what happens is to accentuate the problem further, winter is coming and, you know, the weather was about to get very bad. And so they needed to gather more food. So the first time they'd ignored, maybe we would have, uh, some animal must have eaten the food away or something would have happened. So the first sense of security started to build in that if this is my hut or this is my cave area, I need to protect it. I need to probably have a fencing or something so that an animal does not get in. The next thought would be, well, whatever the food that I've gathered and stored for winter, how do I protect it? And so the next day or the next week, whenever the couple again go out and then again, this neighboring cave person, let's put it that way, comes and eats their food and goes away. He's gotten used to the fact that I don't need to go hunting. That's a tough job, right? Going out there, running right across the forest and everything. So I'd rather take advantage. And these fools don't even seem to realize that I could have eaten this, but they're thinking animals would have eaten it. And so be it. Why change their belief system? <laughs> and so politics, that was probably the origin of politics, if you will. And so it, it so happened that when this time the couple came back from finding food, they really sat down and started to think deep. Hang on, this is not adding up. This, I have to catch this animal who comes and sneaks into our hut or cave or whatever dwelling 
and uh, and takes away our food and so the man and the woman decide that tomorrow maybe you go out there into the forest to find more food and the woman says i will probably stay back and watch out for this animal and hunt this animal who's trying to eat and so with that understanding uh, the first division of labor happens where the man goes out into the forest to get more food and the woman stays back to protect the hut from scavengers or animals as it were as it turns out the next day that this man the neighbor man or the neighbor dweller comes uh, stuttering into thinking not expecting anyone inside and suddenly finds the cave woman sitting inside to his dismay and surprise like are what are you doing here woman says what are you doing in our cave and then it strikes her that it was not any other animal but this particular person was coming in and sneaking and taking their food she flows into a fit of rage and attacks this other cave man and somehow with a lot of scuffle and fight this man manages to run away and go hide somewhere else when this cave woman's cave man comes back later in the evening she narrates the whole story to him saying that look this is the reality it occurs to them that we have to properly divide our work from now on somebody has to protect the home and the other has to go out there and gather the food or hunt the animal over a century of such understandings and maybe multiple centuries this fundamental common sense of both equal parties trying to defend their own turfs and doing a very common sense division of labor transcended degenerated into patriarchy where it was understood that the women will be relegated into the kitchen while men will become the more quote unquote valuable member and go out there and earn money aka hunt food and the more this deepened in ingrained into the society in the psyche of other cave men it increasingly became clear that women was there to be kept at home and procreate that was the other function because they were able to and men were not able to procreate by themselves and so being at home also meant that they would have that much more protection security and comforts raising a child an offspring and so it kind of fit into the definition of the division of labor at that time thinking well i can go out there without having to worry that someone will come home and steal my food so one action item is checked and i don't have to worry about it the second thing is i have a person who will cook the meal once i come back because a lot of fire was already invented so the food would have been cooked and third to procreate to increase our generations to increase our own tribe we have the woman who will require that comfort because carrying a child is a very complex and difficult exercise and experience it's so correct for her to be at home isn't it while this was a common sense and a noble thought at the time how this transcended generations and became this shackle around women where men ascended the higher strata in the society that we are men and therefore we are more valuable therefore we are the bread earners because clearly when the women were kept at home they were not required 
to do anything else to forward their mental faculties. So the men thought education also became secondary and their dependence on men became primary that, well, once I get married to this other person, my job is to procreate and take care of the house, household things in the kitchen. Whereas the mathematics of running the house, that of earning more bread, going out there and finding uh, more jobs and everything became a man's prerogative. Centuries passed before women woke up to the fact that they could do better than men because remember how it started was when they were both equals but where it stood over centuries where women had become almost like a non-existent entity in that partnership and so men began to abuse that relationship men began to take advantage of their position of power authority more education and the fact that somebody was dependent somebody's happiness was dependent on how they turned up from work the next day okay stop i'll stop i know i'm extrapolating a lot take a moment to reflect about it take a moment to think about it don't you think this is very plausible that something which started off at a very simplistic common sense need of need of the hour kind of thing got misconstrued over a period of time possible right and i'm quite certain that this is how it degenerated into where probably it is today over a period of time what happens is the years of conditioning that one is subjected to one begins to believe that that is how its existence is i mean a common analogy to that is an i'm sure you've probably heard the story about this elephant uh, which was tied with uh, shackles to a stump of uh, wood in in the zoo actually the if the elephant really wants he can just take off his feet and walk away because it's not like locked or anything but the fact that they are conditioned to believe that it's it's a shackle and it won't open for years and years together that they never attempt to break free from that shackle likewise there have been generations of women who supported patriarchy and who continue to do that because what they believe is that that is the right way a family thrives it's their total sphere of influence that this is how my mother was brought up this is how i was brought up and this is how my daughter will be brought up and so everything revolved around the boy or the men of the house so if now suddenly that quote-unquote conditioned mother has a daughter who thinks otherwise, she will completely flip out, isn't it? And it was increasingly more if it was a mother-in-law, as it is, you know, something gets triggered there, right? Globally, it's a global phenomenon. As it is that the mother-in-law would feel insecure that this new woman coming into the family take away the control she has on her son. That's the only patriarchal power that she can enjoy at home because she clearly couldn't control her husband who was hierarchical level much higher than her. And so the only man that she could control was the son. And so sharing that control with another woman by default meant that there was friction there was going to be a fight 
And if you want to add more masala to the story, if this new woman was a bit more independent-minded, a bit more free-minded, that was total recipe for disaster. Because the last thing she wants is someone to come and disrupt age-old practices that she's been brought up with. You see, she cannot find a fault in it, and that's why it's her conviction. that this is the way to live and so if another woman comes and says who's probably half her age comes and says why be so dependent on men we need to be independent as women or women are equal to men she is like gasping for air like what is this woman talking about what's wrong with her and that's the origin of the mother in law and the daughter in law conflict then a few more generations passed where women defied other women where women supported the patriarchy in the family and stalled the development of other women generations passed where any other woman trying to make a difference was completely ostracized from the society and in the meanwhile while all this chaos was happening between the women of the house the men clearly distanced themselves completely they began to believe their larger than life god's gift to the family and you know god's gift to mankind god's gift to human kind as it were whatever you want to say and so they began increasingly distancing themselves from the workings of the family their only job was outside the house so they would step out of the house in the morning and come back late in the night and so what was the expectation that i am doing the heavy lifting here so everything else should be supportive around me so make breakfast for me cook for me make the bed for me you know do my quote unquote seva when i am relaxing at home because i deserve it was the subtext or unsaid understanding and women complied because they were conditioned remember years and years of conditioning they said yeah what else and they began to believe that is love now it could be love also i mean you can take care of your partner if you love but in this particular instance it was more of a derivative of patriarchy which was interpreted as love tricky conversations and a very uh, thin line separating the pure love aspect because if you love another partner or your partner then Yes you can take care of them you can cook for them there's nothing wrong with it but it has to be equal right it's just not unidimensional like it's not one sided and it's not like one taking an advantage it's not like one demanding that if you don't give me food that i will divorce you or something like that it, that's not what they're trying to say right this was not the case in patriarchy patriarchy it became almost imperative that when the man of the house sits at the head of the table to eat the food the women of the house stand aside as provide service you know they became quote, quote unquote the service providers like can i provide you the service of food can i provide the service in bed can i provide the service of rearing up children and so on so forth while men continue to deepen their belief that the world revolves because of them Okay, we spoke about the past. Let's talk about today. Let's fast forward to 2023. Where are we from a patriarchy standpoint? Is it any better or any worse off? I think it is in a better position. As in, patriarchy has not increased; it has decreased. Has it decreased significantly as compared to say the last 
say 50 years ago say for example in the year 1970 was patriarchy that much more answer is yes in the year 2023 is it less as compared to that period answer is yes is it enough no it is not there is still a large section of the society which subtly carries on with patriarchy and supporting patriarchy all around you look at the families around you look at your extended family look at that uncle look at that aunt suffering look at that own immediate father is somebody like that or the grandparent uh, you know the major patriarch of the family and so these equations continue in the name of quote-unquote tradition and the impact is still there now what can you and i do about it first up if you know that there is a patriarchal situation happening in the family in your extended family be fearless about it speak up and if this means that you are the male member who needs to speak up about it then you should be the first one to do so without having to worry about the consequences because if nobody starts to make the change then this will continue for yet another generation and generations to follow so if you can you ought to make that difference now in the event you can't reach out to ngos reach out to support systems in and around your area call helplines let people know there are lots of initiatives where you can let people know anonymously that there is some shit happening at home or with some close family member let them know do your bit and if you are a woman trying to stand up take precaution know the consequences well and then take action yes but don't be afraid don't do this alone have people support you before you make a stance within the family within the society anticipate the backlash be ready for it be prepared for it mentally financially emotionally so it kind of all goes back to that part right first make yourself strong before you take on a fight it, and that is probably applicable to both the boy and the girl in the family right if suddenly the boy stands up and says uh, grandpa you can't be this patriarch and continue these age-old traditions i disagree and if the grandfather says to the father disown this child get this person out of the house then you should be strong enough to support yourself and the same applies to the girl child as well and i know when you are very young then you probably can't do this when you get to a age and stage where you are emotionally ready financially ready absolutely make the point about stopping wrong practices at home that being said everything need not begin with a confrontation i mean usually it will because the politeness and pleasantries are well behind us but sometimes it helps to even educate them when they are in a calmer state of mind see if you can have a heart to heart see if you can have an open objective give examples there are lots of youtube channels within the country which talk about how the country is progressing what has changed current affairs the status of women and how women are being empowered every single day every single industry educate them that why they need to change why the times have changed in 2023 we cannot have a mindset of 1923 and so let me just sum this up for you 
Firstly, it is important to raise awareness about the issue and educate people on the negative effects of patriarchy on both men and women. This could be applicable to your mothers, mother-in-laws, depending on the equation that you have. This can be do, done through various means such as workshops, seminars, social media, campaigns, exposing them or make them just watch some progressive movies if nothing else works. Right? Get them to think. That, that's the first goal. Second, there needs to be a concerted effort to change the laws and policies that reinforce patriarchal attitudes and practices. Think of women having periods and not being allowed inside the kitchen or inside a temple or inside, you know, the, you know they've been treated as impure and untouchables and all nonsense kind of things, which needs to be broken down. You can address it scientifically and it is the reason for all of our existence. If women stopped having periods, then clearly life as we know it would cease to exist. This could include measures to promote gender equality at the workplace, such as parental leave or equal pay policies. All the laws and policies that reinforce patriarchal attitudes and practices need to be stopped immediately. Lastly, it is important to work on changing the mindsets, the attitude, the cultural norms that reinforce typical patriarchal attitudes. This could include promoting positive portrayals of women and girls in media and advertising, as well as encouraging men to challenge and change their own attitudes and behaviors. I was just reading Miss Monica Lewinsky's article where one particular point, you know, struck me very much was like, why was it called the Lewinsky scandal and not the Clinton scandal? At the time, it didn't occur to us. But now that it does, one should refer it and correct it and update our understanding of the whole issue. And so these kind of preconceived cultural prejudices need to be reset in the society. Finally, it is important to support and empower women and girls by providing them access to education, healthcare, giving more opportunities, skilling them, upskilling them, and then encouraging them to participate in in the economy and, and political life and any other sphere of life. If we do these three, four simple things within our families, within the circle of influence that we have or the set of people that we know consistently, chances are we will have a stronger society. We'll have the roots become stronger. Once the roots become stronger, the tree stands tall and it is a strong tree which lasts generations. Come hail, winter or sunshine, this tree will continue to grow and remain strong and sturdy. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for listening till the end. Really appreciate it. Now, you know where to reach me. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Give me an example of the time that you stopped a wrong practice at home where you objected to patriarchy. Leave a note below. Leave me a voice message. Go to my uh, Twitter handle. You'll find the link there. Linktree slash ionisms. You have all my social media contacts and connects in one page. Reach out wherever you consume this. And let's interact. Right? Let's engage. Let me know your story. I'd love to hear and learn from your story. Understand how you're dealing with it. And if you are a victim of patriarchy where you are suffering, stay strong. There are people who are listening right across this world. There are people to help you. You need to find that inner courage to go out there and make some noise. Go out there and meet people. 
whenever you get the opportunity don't regret it those who can't respect you as an individual those who can't respect your existence you don't need to respect them back you don't need to be with them and yes you have to be careful about it you have to first secure yourself get yourself stronger educate yourself get financially independent move to another city and then take whatever action that you need to take action so there has to be the josh but there has to be the hush that accompanies the josh right you just can't be all emotion and passion and not thinking through what happens after the passion dies down or the ad- adrenaline dies down so don't get into random fights and arguments without having to think through everything like i said look around your neighborhood there will be a lot of people NGOs and good people and you have to be also very careful right i mean it's so difficult isn't it that there are frauds uh, in the form of NGOs as well there are frauds in the form of people being very kind and nice so get your alertness at the top level verify before you trust people with your most deeper in uh, intimate uh, stories or secrets and then see if they are well known across are there enough examples of people who can vouch for them and only then go and approach them so exercise caution and it is difficult but at least make that step so don't feel alone don't feel left out there are people and if nothing else leave a message here wherever possible i'll try and forward it to whatever networks that i have and see if we can reach out to more people who can help you so till we meet the next time stay well stay safe and be strong this is your host ayan and you are listening to ayanisms peace out <laughs>